Can I steal you for a sec? Hello and welcome. My name is Karen. And my name is Ashley. And this is Hey, Can I Steal You for a Sec? Just like you, we are both extremely opinionated about The Bachelor and all things related, so we decided to move our group chat from our phones to your ears. We're going to talk a lot of shit, but by no means are we condoning any hate being sent to anyone who's been part of the show. Do what we do and send that to your group chat. We're not saying you can't be an asshole, but just be a kind asshole. Also, if you truly don't like someone from the show, hit them where it hurts the most, and don't boost up their engagement numbers by commenting on their social media post. If you're looking for a podcast where your host won't body shame, are sex positive, committed to anti racism work and won't tell you what to do with your body then welcome hello hi r.i.p to the queen i don't know <laughs> what do we do? oh <laughs> man we're actually changing this podcast from the bachelor to a this is what we think about the royals and the colonizers Jeez. that they are podcast although we are team harry and megan that should yeah. be noted i just want to say shout out to the irish and every uh, other territory and country including ours and ours i guess <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, the list yeah. is never ending, but um, yeah. But you know, we're sorry for your grandma. We're it so affected sorry. You. If you knew Queen Elizabeth, then I am sorry for your loss. If yeah. you knew her personally, I'm sorry <laughs> for your loss. And that is it. I felt like I knew her personally. <laughs> she was our mom. She was our mom and the mom figure. Um, Anyways. But you know, that was interesting. Actually, can I just say, this is going to sound mean because like someone died, but can I just say how fun it was to be a history teacher when a history a historical moment happened? It's a pretty big historical it moment. It was so much fun. I got to tell the kids about it and it was so, I got so nerdy and I'm telling them yeah. all about the, and I'm like giving them the tea on Charles and Diana and they're oh, totally damn. into it because they don't know. They're the, like, they're the younger part of Gen Z. So they're really not, yeah. like they're not online the way we were online. Right. So they don't, they don't know the stories. And so I got to tell them the stories, which That's means exciting. they know my version of the stories, which is fun. Um, but I feel like my version is pretty accurate. So I, it was a blast. I And actually, sidebar, we both think we might have killed the queen. We don't. We didn't. Yeah. We would like to point that out. She was 96 fucking years old. But um, about the class period before it was announced that she had passed... One of my students randomly asked how old she is. I don't We were talking about, the, we're in the American Revolution right now. So it was relevant, so it came right? Up, yeah. It wasn't just like a random question, but um, they're like, how old is the queen now? I go, I think she's 96, but you know, I bet you she's got another decade in her. My uncle lived to 106, so she's she'll, she'll be fine. Then 20 minutes later. Like seriously, like 20 or 30 minutes later, I got a text from someone being like, the queen is dead. And I was like, oh my God, I killed the queen. Yeah. And I was in um, sunny Philadelphia and that day I went to go see the Liberty Bell and I was like, I made this like, happen. Fuck the British. I literally made this happen because I went to the Liberty Bell and I was like, oh yeah. So our fuck apologies the to the people that are in Great Britain that care. Because about half of them don't care. I'm not sorry. I apologize. I don't want to kill someone. That's not cool. So I'm glad I, I didn't. I didn't kill her. I would go to the Liberty Bell again. I would. I would not. I would. Yeah. Karen got me a mini version of the Liberty Bell. It was Bell. over 2,000 pounds. Um, and it was. Tell us about it, Karen. It went on tour <laughs> for a while. Yeah, it did. I, just, I knew that. Yeah. The bell went on tour, but it's like t over 2,000 pounds. Yeah. Did oh. you know they made the crack bigger? Yes, they I did. I, I think I, I texted you, you that. told me that. Yeah. Um, and also it was the crack, crack and then they the made result, it bigger. The result of just trying to fix an, like a crack, a smaller crack, right? Well, so they they were they were repairing a crack or something that had already become quite famous. The crack had already become right. like an, a staple. And so, but it was going to crack worse. So they had to fix it. And then, it, and so in the process of fixing it, they purposefully made the crack bigger to make it more defined uh, because it was already like part of it. Got it. And so it was fully intentional. No one accident. Uh, it was just, I see, a, I see. Uh, it was like, Hey, it's already part yeah. of the, the Liberty Bell. See, when lore. I went, uh, me and like the at people, least that's what I was told. I don't. That could be wrong. Me that's and the people that we that I was with, we were all like, "Dang, security's not that tight here." And then we were like, "Well, it isn't over two thousand pounds. Yeah, but I mean, you can't steal it. It's not really that stealable. Yeah, you know? it would be honestly, you if you can steal the Liberty Bell, you deserve the I Liberty Bell. I think a lot Bell. of people would be impressed. I mean, I would be impressed. That's impressive. I've never yeah. seen the Liberty Bell, so I'm a bit jealous. You'll get there. I'll get there. Philadelphia is really cool. Like, I mean, you just walk around, you have all these like historic yeah. parks and they're like, look what happened here. And yeah. I mean, I year. go to New York every couple of years. Usually it's pretty regular for I me. Like so Philly. um, Philly's not far and I've always wanted to go. It just hasn't really worked out with the plans I've had, but yeah. I'm glad you're back. 
back. Um, my first time on the East Coast. Y'all, woo. y'all have something over there. It's, it's lovely. It's over really there. lovely. I love it so much. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, I know we're only there on vacation, and I'm sure it's not lovely all the time. But I really do yeah, love and, the East and Coast. The time that I was there was a little bit humid, but honestly, like, the weather was perfect like yeah. it was it was just perfect yeah, like the Philly last was time so much i was fun. on the east coast the humidity was real rough um it act to the point where i was like oh i will never live here yeah uh dry heat all the way baby the some of the white women in philadelphia need to fucking chill the fuck out and not touch me oh um what you did not tell me about this yeah it was like a whole thing it was in the do you want the me to apologize on the, like behalf of my people they're just like rude <laughs> other white like women. i get like uh, there's like wow. you know how there's like that whole thing like east coast is like not yeah nice, i know what you mean but kind and it's west coast whatever is, is kind, not kind but, but they're nice something like that right i think no it's the west coast is nice but not kind yeah because we're like polite to everyone's faces but, but we're not actually not nice whereas yeah. they're actually quite kind but they're not going to be just nice to be right. nice see and is see, what i, I saw, think that's I how saw it goes that culture difference that this wasn't that no though. no you know what i'm saying like this thing. was a different thing it's not just a cultural difference like, in that sense i literally had to tell white women to like why were they touching off. you what was their goal i think it's the think? nightlife thing they're just like really aggro okay. in like some of these bars and stuff and it was always like i mean the white dudes were always they're like the white dudes are consistent yes, but across we the board white you know dudes what I'm to suck. that's fair but like yeah the white I, and me and my coworker were talking about this where we I'm were like so shocked by this this i don't know how a lot of other like uh minorities feel about this but we sometimes have felt like the most like aggressive and like most like overt like racist or like even sexist like displays we've ever gotten were from like white women oh, that does not surprise me at all like and we were and that not at all. night we were just that like karen persona fuck, dude i mean we love you yeah but that karen persona is born out of that white woman yeah stereotype. so that actually doesn't surprise me at all that was the only part of like my philly experience where i was like oh like interesting but again racism is everywhere that's not just unique to philly oh shit really oh fuck i don't know yeah actually that's a solid segue yeah I mean, <laughs> really solid segue into if you're, if you're finished into bachelor news aka who's racist who's a nazi who's let's a play nazi. who's a potentially nazi eric's dad i mean this is just what the fuck I, dude and then it's like are we the ass we're, listen we're not the assholes i know he's passed away but like I'm Jewish. I'll be the asshole. Let's fucking yeah. go, man. You got I, more skin in the game, actually, than I do in well, this situation. Well, you, you, you know, we both, uh, we have our uh, moments yes. to shine. Obviously, um, but this, this one is, is my insane. moment to shine. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that I, this is going to sound weird. I don't have that strong, this, is, this isn't how I mean it. I know. I don't have that strong of a reaction to anti-Semitism, t- despite the fact that I am Jewish. And I think it's because I didn't grow up being made fun of at all ever mm. i've never been made fun of by anyone that i know personally for yeah. being jewish and so i don't have like trauma from it as a child or anything like that gotcha. not to say that i'm cool with it it's still quite offensive yeah. and i get pretty well, pissed because when i, I haven't it. had direct exposure but it's totally fine it doesn't happen exactly. that's what you're saying right yeah <laughs> totally 100 anti-semitism is a fake it's not real and the holocaust didn't happen no i'm obviously <laughs> so for those of you that um, are trying to catch up they're here, like what the fuck is going on why is ashley saying anti-semitism is okay? on a post <laughs> on a post of one of eric's posts that is no longer up with this photo there's a picture Shocking. of him as a, like a child like on the beach like a, a it's small like small child you can't even tell it's him and his dad and they're like i think they're holding hands and his dad has this shirt with like kind of like a logo and a phrase that's um tied to um german organization aka some nazi shit mm-hmm. um it's not really I, I i wish i had saved it and pulled it up um it wasn't really like so so directly but directly enough you know associated with it it's it's too close for comfort anything that is associated is too close to comfort and it's like like at any level it's advocate moment where like could you possibly not know i guess but that seems like where do you get that shirt i think also just like (laughs) i think you had mentioned this earlier when we're talking outside of the podcast where it's like in combination with like yes the blackface in the yearbook which that did we talk about bad did we i don't know if that happened before or after last week so much has ha- so much whatever has been we're lived. just gonna briefly touch on it because so we'll touch on it again if we have already but uh, eric's um in his high school uh yearbook there is a picture of him doing blackface mm-hmm. um which, which he did address on instagram uh he made like a statement about it yeah he but, can go to his instagram yeah, to go look at that apology I, we shared it on our uh, story and like <laughs> 
it's not for us to really I, that's the thing is it's not our place to like accept that apology yeah. where neither one of us I are do black think it's so it's crazy like, i don't know as i was like kind of connect this to his dad i think it's crazy that like obviously like where they're at like his dad has this shirt Eric grew up in a high school where, like, the yearbook editors and no, the teacher, not a teacher in, in sight didn't apparently. signal that this was bad. And like, how old is Eric? He's like what twenty? He's can be. Eight? He's our age. He's close to our age. Like, and our high school would not have allowed something like that. And like, even though our high school is kind of unique was and a little weird the experience of like it being a lot more accepting and like we, we um, went to a pretty progressive high school really progressive i would still say that like the other high schools in our area which was a very conservative yes, leaning area a very conservative knew town. very well that blackface was not yeah. a cool thing like many set the picture of our small town i got trapped inside of a trump parade a couple years ago yeah. because i had a sticker on my car that was Jesus like liberal Christ. leaning and they like cornered me that's our town our hometown yeah. so like i forgot that you literally had to call like like, I called them one because I had thought, to call the you police. Don't, you don't do I lightly. I would not do lightly, but I was scared for my safety. They scared, and their intention clearly was to scare me, Absolutely. And, and they did. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I let them know that they scared me, which no. I'm very happy about. But regardless, so our town was quite conservative. Is still, it's still very conservative. To this day. And I could not picture either one of nope. the other high schools in our area I any of them picture if it ever did happen our town would be like that's fine yeah, on no the facebook in, group but no nobody would care. let it happen but to the that teachers point. yeah wouldn't let it happen no so i can imagine that the environment in which this man was raised is not one that uh we can relate any to values <laughs> about that kind of stuff no um but and you again, also like and i'm not i'm not at all making an excuse no but the growth of the internet has made many more people aware of just blackface as a concept and its offensiveness because many people truly don't know they know now well they fucking better know now uh, if well, you don't honestly, know now many thing. white people have been isolated from the impact of racism exactly. because they don't they don't get to have any accountability in their actions well, ever that, and then also like like we said we grew up in this conservative white town I wouldn't consider myself a racist person, right? I can, I, right. I'm, I live in a racist society, therefore I do racist things. I understand that. I'm not, that's not what I'm not ignoring yeah, that. I but, know what you're saying. Yeah. But I was very unaware of a lot of this stuff. I didn't know. I knew, I don't think I knew that blackface existed until late high school, early college, truly. Right. And so if Eric's our age, right? Like I'm not making an excuse for Eric as an individual, but the idea of in the last about decade or so since we graduated high school yeah people have become so much more informed and so part of me is like did he learn i don't know he kept the pictures up so my assumption yeah. is no so that's why i'm not saying i'm making an excuse for eric individually but i do think there's room for growth as people learn more and i do but it doesn't it doesn't negate the negative impact that he had yeah before and i also have to think about like the act of doing blackface too where you're like putting what, on the what, makeup like why but the thing like where it's like i think he mentioned <sighs> Again, I think everyone should go and read his apology and make your own opinions yeah, about how you feel it. about it. But I mean, obviously, you know, if you're not of that community, you, you don't, don't really get, get to, to say much about yeah. it. Um, and also, even if you're a part of that community, everybody gets to have their own. Yeah, if like, you want to forgive Eric, it, that's great for you. If you don't, that's also a great for you. A single race is not a monolith. Correct. Um, but um, one thing I wanted to say, especially with the blackface stuff, which comes up, unfortunately, it's pretty frequently with different people and different types of like it public. It just keeps coming up. Yeah, like politicians, et cetera is that what i will hear and then in this example i think he was saying that he dressed up as Jimi hendrix and he wanted to like he like really and liked he said, him like and stuff. I, I thought i was respect i uh, thought what, i was like paying tribute to this right. person i respected my and now thing it's not. is like i been i've been around teenage boys right you've been around teenage boys unfortunately yes and i feel <laughs> and you still are around teenage yeah, it's boys my job now and i feel like if one of them showed up to school with black makeup, even in our time or even mm -hmm. before then, it is it's it's not like off. oh cool like you're Jimi Hendrix. It's like what are you doing? Not yeah. even that. It's like they're making a joke of the fact well, that he's doing blackface. Yeah. Like I could see it's something you would some laugh at. The right? young or teenage the boys that I was around would be like, oh, you look like an N word, and like I could see it be mm -hmm. a joke to them, Maybe, and I yeah. could see them not totally. take it seriously. I don't think there was ever any instance that I've ever, I could ever meet a boy that if they were to do blackface, their friends wouldn't think it's a big fucking joke Correct. because it is a big fucking joke, yeah. and that's why I'm like, I think. It's hard to say, obviously, when you're a teenager, you're not making the best decisions. And when you're younger, you're <laughs> still weighing things out. That's right. whatever. But just, I don't know. 
to think that those actions are completely pure, I think are not, is, is not completely honest. I, yeah, probably not. Cause it, it feels silly to do and you know why it, like there, there's a reason it feels silly yeah. and you think it's funny because you know that it's taboo and yeah. you know that something's wrong right. about it. Even right? if you don't know the like historical impact of exactly. blackface as a concept. Which is the part that's missing, Correct. I yes. think. Because like, absolutely not everyone knows that still now yeah. because it, our school system and this is coming from a history teacher. Right. Our school system and in a very liberal state as well doesn't uh, prioritize that kind of narrative. And if I want to teach that, I have to find a way to make it work with the standards right. I'm given. And I, I mean, there I will find a way. But like, it, not every teacher has that ability, yeah. and especially in certain states. So I, just, I understand that not everyone has all of the cult cultural context and historical context. But like you're saying, I just you think can still know it's off. People putting on a someone's race ever as a costume. Is they, I think they always know that it's like off. Like you saying that you respect indigenous communities and mm -hmm. that's why you want to put on the hair scuff. That's not true. You want to go to you Coachella. Where, like, yeah, exactly. I and think, you bought it on Amazon. I think it's such like, a <laughs> fucking cop out when people are like, oh no, it's because I respect the heritage. And I'm like, yeah. no, like you are... You know, by putting this on, it doesn't belong to you. There's and the, that, and the, the reason that it's a costume is because it feels off and it's silly and yeah. it's not right for you. So yeah. it's a costume. It's the difference between like cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation where like if you have if you're if you're not indigenous since we're on that example right um but you are extremely close to like an indigenous community and they gift you something to wear and that like and it's like a thing that the community is part of and right. then you wear it that's different that's yeah. appreciation versus i bought it on amazon for five dollars and now i'm wearing it as a costume to coachella yeah it's, it's a, there's it's a difference different. and it's people that are like cultural appropriation that's stupid like that's not a thing it's like they're not even willing to think about it past two seconds because you are absolutely allowed to wear earrings that you bought from an indigenous artist that you paid an indigenous person to for and like they're benefiting from it right right versus buying it from Shein or shine whatever however you say it yeah and like you know for two dollars like yeah we're all broke but like if you can't afford the indigenous art then you don't get the indigenous art i think so yeah and that's the difference is like and I'm in like I've shopped at Shein. I'm just saying I'm not buying indigenous shit from Shein. So like that there's a difference. I'm not Cult if you're poor, in, I get the, it. In but the like, context of cultural this, appropriation being your goal, conversation, I understand what you're saying. Shop and where I, you shop. But and like, I agree with you when it says yeah. when it's like you're talking about, well, I'm doing this for cultural appreciation, but you're buying it from these mega right. chains with these mega factories. Right, like, exactly. I don't really buy into that. Well, I literally texted you the other day because Karen uh, is Mexican and uh, I oh, was decorating right. my classroom for Halloween or I'm getting I was buying decorations for Halloween. I haven't started it's september but i was gonna get them ahead yeah. of time and i texted her to ask i was like dio de los muertos like is this okay is this not right. okay and like and karen gave me the green light so i'm excited well yeah because personally i think it would have been cool if like, i just my didn't teachers want gave it to come off wrong to like um, dedicate a part of their classroom to yeah. like something that like is and true I think for me the, the holiday i i think it's pretty i like it's beautiful like the decorations yeah. i've seen and i'm gonna not buy them from target i'm gonna try to find them online somewhere better like we just yeah. discussed but you can also go to like a mexican market well, and exactly usually that's what i mean stuff. we live in southern california yeah. a total option yeah. um so like or but like a, even, a latino market in general but yeah. yeah so oh and by the way it's almost national Hist uh, hispanic heritage month Super uh, in two days actually the day after this airs so happy but we do heritage have month. a lot to go into and i have one more batch news thing to talk about real quick is it not dancing with the stars oh no gabby's it's not on dancing, dancing with the stars now you go that's not, it there it is move on um it's only on disney plus so this is somebody that like i wasn't aware of but i think it's important that we talk about just because it is in the bachelor world so mr james mccoy taylor was recently oh, arrested he was a contestant in season 12 of the bachelorette i don't know which bachelorette that was um but as i'm talking actually we'll look into it he was arrested for allegedly driving while intoxicated and and unlawfully carrying a weapon this man also had an 18 year old girl because i'm sorry at 18 we are still learning child. you know what else you say? are a child 18 year old teenager because they are you a teenager, were a teenager that is true. You you're a legally an adult but you're also an 18 year old teenager um who was extremely intoxicated and he was on her way to take her to her dorm mm -hmm. um and this is also a man who has posted jojo TikTok. season jojo see oh shit so i did watch this guy uh, that was my first season ever of anything Bachelor, I'm pretty sure. Um, 
but so he was arrested for this and this is a guy who posts tiktoks about how if cnn told you that it's okay to fuck a bunch of animals you would do it and yada 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 and then how morality is all gone like he literally oh, made a tiktok that guy he literally made a tiktok about how morality now. i didn't know that part is like i do has know fully left yada 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 and then this man I, now that you say that that triggered my man i don't care if i mean you're if, his you were, age, if you're his age well, you're not old season but i'm just 12? saying this older man with we're on his season 19 so if he was old enough to be on season 12 he's old to so be with an 18 year old for an 18 year old yeah. what are you leonardo dicaprio so yeah morality really is out the window james and it really starts with you we so agree fuck you dude and fuck i hope you rock off. have fun in jail all right um, cool. so, so those are our, that's our bachelor news how much time do we spend on that um a, <laughs> maybe like 20 minutes nice congratulations for sticking around i'm sure at this point you're it's used to the shit really important that we talk about and how actually, nazis are bad and you know you know we just want to make sure you know where we stand on nazis and racism and blackface cultural appreciation and appreciation versus appropriation yeah. and all that jazz um <laughs> so uh, and to be honest karen uh, there's not a whole lot of content from tonight's episode Fuck, to talk about dude. anyways. So also side note before we start, I just want to mention thank you for listening to last week's episode. We did have some audio issues. Wow, she just wanted to throw that in my face because no. I fucked it's up. It's okay. Things were all over, but <laughs> it's up. totally fine. It was my fault. It was I, not Karen's fault. It's it's it was all our fault collectively as a button. podcast. It's okay. But just thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate the support. We, we recorded on Zoom. And I know also again we talk a lot about being jaded from the show and we try to make this fun. Um, um, so just I have a little more energy around. this week than I, I did last too. week. I'm feeling I think good. We've, our expectations have now fully been adapted yeah. to be low. Also, I feel like <laughs> we, because we recorded on Zoom last week because life just got in the way. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I can't not be in the same room as you when I watch the show anymore or it's not worth it. It's really not. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to have to make this work. All right. And so let's get started. We jump in. So I actually missed the first 10 minutes of the episode because as we know, I get to uh, drive a lovely drive, but I'm told I missed very little. So Karen's going to recap Zach and Rachel's one mini conversation that I did miss. Yeah. So I really made the effort to pay attention this week. <laughs> I really, really did. And then I was like not rewarded <laughs> at all because I was really confused about what happened with Zach and Rachel um, not in the sense of them like are they broken up I knew that one right he left yeah. they're not together that was the news I got when I walked in but there was like Rachel when she went back to Avon and Tina was like I don't like it when my character's questioned and I was like I did I miss a line yeah because I walked in and I was like so wait what happened and Karen's like I don't really know and then I was thinking <laughs> like we would learn more about what happened in fantasy suites but really what Zach described it was described it as was they finally had this moment without the cameras to like really really be real with each other because let's be honest you can't fully be real when you're being recorded today's podcast sponsored by be, be real, real truly get it it's fun um, i just downloaded it tonight <laughs> Add us. Okay. um so it, that was his thing where he's like i still felt like i was talking like I, like i felt like i was talking to the bachelor i wasn't talking to rachel and it was just felt weird so he pulled her aside like expressing this to her and then she in a sense said like oh i guess you're like picking up on the fact that like i can't get there with you just mm -hmm. yet like i wish i could and then he was a little bit shocked but i feel like he didn't handle it terribly i don't feel like he said anything that bad and um, I didn't see anything on Twitter because since I missed it, I did scroll through and to, it seems that the general consensus is non, not anger towards yeah. him. So I don't think you missed anything. I and think then, it's just nothing happened. And then he gets in the car and he says, like, even when I was talking to her right then and there, it felt like a different Rachel. Like she felt so disconnected, which honestly I thought, too, I was like, she really did feel like just non-emotional. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that hurt for him and also for her is probably because she... Well, she probably the fantasy suites is what yeah. made her realize it's not right. for her right well and typically fantasy suites are not just like hey let's have sex it's like we're talking religion politics things Everything. that are not allowed to be on yeah. camera because the show would actually i would fucking love to watch it but they are not going to do that to us and yeah. so for us at least and so um a lot of people are speculating like what did they talk about like what yeah. religious issue was there or because then she also goes out and says i don't like when people mischaracterize it was just yeah. felt like a lot of like heaviness that we didn't get to see and then we cut to um 
I shouldn't say real time, but we get we cut to more future time. Right. (laughs) And Zach gets to come out and talk to Rachel. And I was like, maybe we'll find out more here. And it was more future time. (laughs) More future time. It's not present, but more future time. It was recent to today ish. But they I mean, again, we didn't really find out again what had happened. It just wasn't right. And they had a very honestly, like emotionally intelligent, very adult talk. I appreciate that Rachel was kept telling him not to apologize and validated his experience and his feelings. Yeah. Um, cause again, I'm a huge advocate of the leads aren't always right. Um, no. and the leads are, I think we're going to stick with that opinion tonight. <laughs> the leads are not immune to doing things wrong. No, they're still um, humans. And I really appreciate both. Well, actually, I don't know if I've seen, guys, I, I'm not saying she hasn't, but specifically with Rachel, I appreciate Rachel's, um, display of like watching things back and like being able to like acknowledge that like these men get to have their experience too. Um, cause she did do that with Zach. Um, and I really think his family should be proud about how he handled himself. And yeah, I hope this isn't the end of his journey, but also if he wants to dip out and just find love mm-hmm. a regular way, I hope he does that too. It seems like their edit was kind to him. So bachelor's not off the table. Um, and I guess we'll probably find out next week. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. But, um, that was right. Tyler and Rachel. And then we move into Avon and Rachel. He meets the fam. <laughs> um, I just saw your note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it really does. I wrote, um, next to my note about talking about Avon and Rachel. I said, logic ruins the party again. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause it does on this show. Don't be logical. Now we love it. We get it. We agree with it. But uh, it it does sometimes hurt you in this show to use your brain. Yeah. Past the show. Yes. And so, but it does start well. The actual meeting goes, goes super quite well. well. Rachel introduces, well, before she even brings him in, she says like, we're, he's great, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, he wants, he's told me he's ready to get engaged and da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, and, you know, her dad and mom are, and then she has two of her friends that are the same people that were at her hometown. Um when she was on Clayton season. Yes. And, uh, yeah, even comes in, he's, he gets, he's great. He does a great job with both the parents, but then he sits down with the friends mm-hmm. and I still believe does a great job, but it doesn't go well. So he basically is honest with the friend when they ask about engagement, they say, Rachel has every intention of leaving here engaged. Like that's the only that's scenario her for her, Yeah, you know, the only acceptable scenario. Right. Absolutely. And he, again, logically, but not in tune with the show is expresses that he might want to have, he needs more time. He, it's not that he doesn't want to be with Rachel. It's not that he doesn't, he, uh, he wants a life with he Rachel. Very he much wants a future. Has made he that can so clear. He can see it. He just maybe just wants, needs a few more minutes to see her hometown and meet her friends yes. and her meet her friends and, and them like intertwine their lives and, and build a foundation before they get he's to still engagement. Talk, he's talking about kids with her. He says yes. two, four, however many want. Like he's, he's fighting like hell for her. Yeah. He just won't say, I'm going yes, to get engaged to you in four days. And the conversation, I mean, obviously he has that brief conversation with the friends. He doesn't get that into detail, but they tell her she gets very upset. Well, and fairly so and to some extent, right? She, she her friends feels, are telling her, yeah. hey, he's telling us he's not ready to get engaged at the end of this. And she's like, she Wait, was under a very different he impression. He told yes. me during Fantasy Suites that he is. Yes. I don't think that Avon was lying. I and I, I don't think, I think we still, hear him express that later on. He basically explains, I don't think he's lying. I think they have a different understanding of what he meant when he said he was ready. To him, he's ready for the idea of getting engaged, just not at the six week mark where I think that's what he was. It sounds like the way he explained it was like, I'm ready to get engaged. I want to get engaged. I just don't want to do it here in Mexico. I want to like do it. I want to go do a few more things with you first. And he also said like, he doesn't want to get like caught up in this moment, like in this world. Yeah. Where like things don't exist past a certain point. A poor word choice. It wasn't, but it didn't go well. Caught up. Right. Caught up is the word. And this actually happens later when they have their big conversation. But caught up is like the phrase that's that like spirals Rachel a little. Like that's where her emotions really started to spike because that was when they had their second conversation. Right. Um, which we can just address Avon and Rachel all at once. Entirely. Yeah. So like they have their first conversation right outside the family meeting where he expresses this and then they kind of part ways. She goes and does some other stuff and then they come back together to ultimately 
break up yeah. right and he says he goes well and i think it's actually he says the caught up word or phrase when uh she's like but you said you said you were ready and he's like well i don't want to just be like you said like caught i don't want to be all caught this. up in this like fantasy i want to see this in the real world before which means we, he's thinking about this relationship he in really a is taking manner. it so seriously and um or at least he's that's what he's presenting right. as and right. uh, we only know what we see and so and I will but, say that first argument they had really felt like a genuine relationship argument. Yes. Like it felt like they both really want to make it work and they're getting frustrated because one wants something else, the other yeah. wants something else, but they both want to be I together. I was actually super surprised with the argument That's because a, we've been saying the whole yeah. time, Tino's her guy, Tino's her guy. And it's this argument and this breakup implied to me that, that she Aiden wasn't was, 100% yeah. in on Tino the whole time. Which was... Which was surprising because that yeah. wasn't what we were seeing. And, and it's also what the show was... Not what the show was showing us. So that's another thing. But I'm sure there was plenty of great Avon Rachel moments we never saw. But yeah, so he uses the phrase caught up, which really hits Rachel wrong. And like not in a way I don't think it was intended, but it's how it goes. And she basically takes it as like she i think the way she interpreted him saying caught up was he's like in this fake thing and he's faking it and like because she really took it really hard she's like what are you talking about caught up is this not real is this like real? right and he's like whoa whoa, whoa. that's not what i was saying at but all. i also think it's a out of insecurity for her 100%. too because I, you said this earlier i don't know if you want me to share this i'd go but for it you said like sometimes it feels like rachel's really committed to getting oh, engaged yeah. rather than finding like the good relationship that's really what it feels like because what even when she was talking to avon she seemed more worried about being embarrassed that she told her family how great their relationship is and then them not seeing the full scope she seemed more embarrassed than worried about their actual relationship and this yeah. isn't a diss on rachel as a human this is just how she was presenting and the, so the to her two priorities in that argument at least to me seemed like i want to get engaged and I was embarrassed in front of my family, which, yeah, yeah being embarrassed in front of your family totally sucks. I, I get it. Absolutely. And if you have this intention of getting engaged, that's fine. But we talked about this briefly while watching it. If you're here for a re an engagement, you're here for a lifelong forever relationship, right? That's the plan. That's the plan. Th wouldn't it make more sense to take the time yeah. to make it to build that foundation so that they can be because if you just force the and she does say I don't want to force you to do something you don't want to yeah. do she does say that but like at the cost of her ending that relationship exactly because he doesn't want to exactly do and that. so it's like do you want to force someone into something they're not ready for and potentially jeopardize what could be that relationship like something entirely. forever yeah and like yeah it's not that deep as the bachelor but it is like people get married people have kids yeah. there's there's human beings alive on this and, earth because of the show and i guess also like she's she's damned if she does or damned if she yes, doesn't right like correct. i think if she was like oh yeah it's fine we would have been like where's our engagement yes but i also think about it like as her as like a real human going through this experience that is real to her like wouldn't you want like if rachel was our friend i would want her to be like don't give a fuck about what everybody else who's watching yeah. this show thinks if you think you have something that could really be amazing but he needs more time that's what avon felt that's what a relationship is you gotta like compromise yeah. and like meet in the middle or not even sometimes in the middle sometimes it's about leaning more towards what they want and then later down the line they lean more towards yeah. you, what you want and, and i think like on your point about insecurity i think one of rachel's biggest insecurities in being the bachelorette is failing at being the bachelorette which, yeah. and not being engaged I think to a lot of people would seem like that. Yeah. And like, there's logical human beings where we can be like, yeah, you did the right normal thing. But in the end, well, and we joke we about say. it, We'd you be know, like, but oh, we're here. our engagement we're, after six this weeks. This isn't what the fuck we're here for. <laughs> and it's like, and we she's expressed something irrational. It. <laughs> she's expressed it on the show that like she, her, one of her biggest fears coming into this was failing or not disappointing the audience essentially. Right. And then she's already being like compared to Gabby. And this is like, not just because the fan base is doing it and we're doing it. I'm not like criticizing it's going to happen. You put two people on in the same position. We're going to compare them. Um, I think people might be going a little too far in some areas, but whatever. That's not, it is what it is. Um, but this is before all this is being filmed before that. But I think the production pitted them against each other. Absolutely. And so she's insecure because she sees as far as she knows, Gabby and Eric are good. We don't know full details on that yet, but that'll be next week. But um, 
Rachel seeing Gabby essentially succeed in this role that they shared. And then she's feeling like she's failing and she's starting to spiral. And she's like, no, we have to get engaged. Like, I think she's just caught up Mm. and she's and like no shade to Rachel. I think she's also caught up in that idea of perfection. Yeah. Which is a lot of pressure. Of course she is. is a lot of pressure. How could she not Um, be? And you can tell she's under a lot of pressure. She gets is when they break up, like that's the most emotional. I think I've seen her on the whole season. Yeah. Um, Cause she was like doing that. Like I can't breathe type crying like it was like, like real visceral. it was really really yeah. real and that was what really surprised us because we were like well we so thought she was a hundred percent in on team and then when they when they like were talking post show f- most recent future in the future reason uh, i don't remember, I don't remember what, what i said <laughs> um yeah you could just still see that there's i mean i at least felt like i saw like there was still some something between the two of them um rachel looks rough like she looks she beautiful. looks beautiful she looks great but, but like, she looks emotionally tired. when you look at her eyes you i can feel tell like she's like it's, tired this was a roller coaster for her mm-hmm. and i'm just kind of i mean i think it'd be fine if they don't get back together but it'd also be okay if yeah. like something happened post show and you know maybe in the real world maybe where they they're re- not caught up and rekindled all <laughs> a little something something but you know it's fine we'll see i guess we'll find out more details next week on the Three hour part two of the finale. Yeah. Also, why'd they give us an extra 16 minutes tonight? I can't. I don't know what's happening with the show. But so then that's Ava and Rachel. Honestly, I really like Ava. I feel like we saw more of Ava tonight than we did the entire rest of the season. He's a beautiful man. He is. Oh, my God. He's really, really nice to look at. So attractive. And he's just a nice human. Just conventionally, just the perfect looking person. Oh, also the way he handled. um, Obviously, it was a very emotional argument between the two of them but then she's like why are you raising why are you yelling at me i'm so glad you brought that up and then he like he like definitely like elevated his tone but he wasn't yelling yelling. but it was a highly emotionally charged moment so when any little slight inflection change is gonna feel especially i don't know how her previous relationships were but a lot of that stuff we know actually that that one guy before clayton season was a dick yeah we know she had a bad relationship before i appreciate in an emotionally charged moment him being to recognize that it wasn't a personal dig at him mm-hmm. and rather that she just needed to be reassured that he wasn't yeah. doing that and he does and then he, he basically did. goes like and i wasn't i swear i wasn't trying to apologize yeah and try to ease that and yeah. he did and then they moved on he seems like I, a very emotionally intelligent that felt like a very i don't know i think that's just if you don't have that you should have that yeah and your partner so that was no, nice. he seems lovely i think <laughs> if this was his bachelor audition i think he nailed it um it might be a little too close because sometimes they don't always try to pick the final two yeah I know gabby and rachel are standing right there but um <laughs> you know but typically <laughs> typically it's like third through sixth place in general that they go for but that's not they you were know, kind of the final two because they were yeah Susie Susie, kind of loved, I don't know, so yeah. it's a little weird but um i i'm cool with even i'd like to see him again in whatever that's capacity. All I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't be upset looking at him from January to March of next year. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so that's uh, Ava and Rachel. The cl- we're closing the door on them for now. We'll see if anything rekindles next yeah, week. I don't know. I don't know. We do know that shit goes down with Rachel and Tino next week. So maybe. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about Rachel and Tino. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that we actually oh, did can see I them. sidebar about Tino's dad really quick? Oh, yes. It's on Facebook. I okay. He has beef with two groups of or two things. He has beef with Bachelor Nation as just all of us. So you are included. If you're listening to this fucking podcast right now, you're part of Bachelor Nation. You got beef. <laughs> and you have beef with Tino's dad. And he also has beef with Sam Rubin of KTLA News like the ktla5 and if you don't know who it is picture one man you know for sure is on the ktla news team it's that guy absolutely like because that was kind of who i was picturing but i'm like there's no way like why would he be calling him out and we google it and i'm like yep that's the guy <laughs> that's oh the guy my I was god picturing. so um so he every facebook post he has made since july june or july he's made like five or six um about the bachelor those are the only ones that are public there could be others that i don't see but like because i'm not friends with him obviously on facebook but he since the first night the season airs he's posted um like these 
these little rants about the bachelor and essentially he's talking about how much he hates the bachelor has never watched the bachelor and how stupid it is but also my son tino's on the show and like and then he goes and also and in like five out of those like seven posts this is an estimate but it's a lot like four or five of the posts at least have a call out in the post to sam rubin of ktla5 news and he's like he doesn't know what he's talking about and i'm like what and i googled it i tried to find out what sam rubin said i couldn't find it but i did a very it was a very quick not very hard i really want to have beef with his dad so we like, all we have beef with him. He has I beef want, with Sam Rubin. We should make a Facebook post and oh, like and tag him. him or tag him. We have a Facebook. I just don't do anything with it. I mean, who's, we should. We should do it. it. He Tino's wants, dad's on Facebook. Why would we cater it? Here's the deal with Tino's dad, though. On the face, like it's funny because all of his posts, he tries to make this like air of I don't care about the Bachelor. He cares, so, he cares much. so much. It's so funny. And that, you know what, sir? It's okay. Your son's on the show. You are actually allowed to care. Yeah. And I think I talked about this last week where I said, like, I had to talk to some random dude at a party yeah. about The Bachelor. It bothers me so much when people are, like, embarrassed that they watch shows like this. Because, like obviously so many people watch these shows that's why they're on yeah so just fucking watch it who cares like we have a fucking podcast about it who cares we're both like intellectual like people yeah who like have like education-based jobs like we're not we are not like just randos sitting at home on our couch all day like which do that that's the fucking dream if you can but if you um, can't be real you'll see that a lot of people do that all day it's totally amazing that's all we do yeah but it's like you can be an intelligent normal human being and just enjoy dumb tv it's fine and tino's dad is like trying to come off as this like i'm better than everyone that watches this show even though my fucking son's on the show yeah like bruh that's as close as you're gonna get and so anyways that's my rant about tino's dad and his facebook page and oh also he i guess spoiler alert i don't know you can decide if you want to like put this in or not he his comments about rachel on these posts are not kind and indicate to me that if there was any doubt whether rachel and tino work out there's no way i cannot imagine a scenario in which she is their future daughter-in-law and he still talks about her in shitty like ways like he's not even calling her out by name but it's very clear that like he's like oh and all the crying and all the and like he's just stuff that like if you were my future father-in-law i would find very inappropriate yeah this guy's miserable yeah he said and i mean he lives in santa clarita that's fair yeah. i'm kidding no shade to anyone who lives in santa clarita i used to live there but um yeah i don't know he just seems like it would be i i hope rachel's not with tino because how miserable i think if in hindsight she's realizing some things about her fight with avon her discussion with zach i think in hindsight she's probably realizing something about her relationship with tino maybe i think if she can see it her end of it for the other men i think she has to see something on her other end well and it's like it's not i get it it's not tino's fault necessarily if his parent parents suck like and i don't and tino deserves to find love and blah 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 you know but it just sucks like i would just i just feel really bad for her if she is with him there are things about tino himself about their their relationship i'm just like sidebarring like i'm not saying i'm judging tino because of his dad i'll judge tino for his own shit um that's fine yeah he does Uh, and how he handles his dad i can judge him for that but um his dad's unhinged facebook posts that can be his dad actually called out specifically bachelor data the account being like who ha- what kind of loser has time to do this stuff and i'm like well you're the loser who has time to post about it so fuck yeah. off like we're those losers that have the podcast sir what kind so of peace fucking out loser has so much time to make facebook posts like that all exactly. the time get a job no i'm kidding anyway, so like, now on to tino and rachel so tino meets the parents he does and it goes very well um yeah i mean he his his answers are really nice nice short short um he does his, tell goes, his dad that he's gonna like make rachel happy forever which yeah, i think which is was a sweet, sweet thing to um, tell someone's i dad. think he did fine did the dad's dad seems to like him everyone seems to I get along just fine dad. with him Sorry, we were big fans. i was yawning and i had to say it we're big fans now i'm gonna yawn okay that's fine um i love um what's his name tony mm-hmm. i love him so much he is just like he loves his daughter so much that he trusts that she is an individual yep. and respects her and yep. still maintains support and protection yeah. over her and you i know think who he's just take a well-balanced father <laughs> barb barb and also tino's parents and tina's parents <laughs> just you know <laughs> that's a more closer to the future reference i was just thinking pilots. Pilots. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fair maybe it's a pot but yeah well and he even brings up i love how we talked about this when we were watching it 
I really love how supportive he is of Rachel's like goals and stuff because he, his one of his first questions to Tino is, all right, so how are you supporting her and her career? Yeah. Because her career might take her to Europe. Are you going to move to Europe? And Tino's like, yeah, sure. Like, he's like, yeah, we can get, if we're there for a couple of years, I can get on a project. No problem. Like, whatever. So Tino seems on board with the idea as well. Um, but I just really love it. I love how Rachel's dad is just like, this is what Rachel wants. And Rachel's going to get that. Like, yeah. I'm not, it, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure she gets that. Yeah. And I respect that. I love that. Not all dads are like that. And it's cool. And uh, I just, yeah, especially with daughters. Oh, it's before they meet him, Rachel goes, yeah, his parents hate me. Oh, um, my god, I'm going to bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, huh? And we did Jimmy. We were watching. He watched part of it with us. And he kind of brought he's like, maybe she should have waited till after because like, hopefully they don't judge Tino for yeah. his parents, which is very fair. Um, but I don't feel like they did. They did no. bring it up. Her dad does confront him about it and go like, hey, and yeah. Tino's response was, I think if we just like went to the beach together, they'd like her. <laughs> and it was like okay um <laughs> cool and i think honestly i think tino means respectfully well. is in denial about how much his parents yeah, how he's badly like, oh, they yeah, treated I was rachel so surprised because my dad and i we just talked about sports yeah. and so i, I think like, like dude i think y'all don't really possible. have that relationship there's two scenarios i think are likely tino doesn't want to think about it and so he's just pretending like it couldn't have been as bad as it was, or he really just doesn't realize how bad it was. And I guess maybe he's, I mean, he's watched it now. And I'm also wondering what happens. That's, I mean, might give us some like hindsight about Tino, because obviously we the see preview. in the preview, there's still that like random ass house where that Rachel's like, why yes, did now you Now I lie? know what you're talking about, because I finally saw it. Yeah. Karen kept bringing it up during, while we were watching. And she's, she's like, like I but don't. the house happens. The house happens. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I did not remember the preview. Maybe I didn't watch it. I don't know. But, but she. Like, she asked Tina why he well I don't I don't know this I'm assuming right. it's Tino she asked why they like, showed Tino in the house tonight oh, they oh you were going to the bathroom in the preview was, uh, I was suffering um, <laughs> I wasn't telling them all the details was, uh, that's it I was Karen just was suffering. having a bad time um, um, but yeah so no, so they show Tino in the house okay, with Rachel so, know so for it's sure. very much Tino so I'm wondering if like we're gonna learn something new that might inform how he's been acting like and a been Hannah Brown Jed situation like is he yeah like does he have yeah. like a full ass relationship or is he or fully anything weird about yeah I don't know so I don't know we'll see but nothing um, else really happens right with Tino and Rachel, no, Currently. it goes actually as of right now until next week. It goes for quite the well. First time ever, something goes well with them. Um, congratulations, <laughs> Rachel and Tino. Um, and then uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, there are two bachelorettes. I do. I I've heard it <laughs> yeah. from afar. But Gabby has one guy left, so she didn't get much airtime. But we do get to see Grandpa John. Yeah. We did see Gabby a lot last episode, yes. so it's fine. But I just want more of her. I really like Abby. So why don't you take it from here? Okay. Because as I said, okay. I was no, you suffering. Were, you were doing dishes actually at this point. Was I doing dishes? You were like in the kitchen. I remember because I Damn. came into the kitchen to tell you what Grandpa John kept saying. And then I told Jimmy, I was like, I'm supposed to be working right now. So you need to be doing dishes. Yeah. And also we tragically missed about three minutes of Grandpa John content oh, because fuck. our computer cut out. Yeah. Um, so... I, we didn't see any of the conversation between Gabby and her family pre-Eric. We basically got logged back on as Eric was coming into the house. Right. So if we missed something amazing, we're so sorry. We're not commenting on it, but that is why. So Eric comes in and I assume Gabby has told her family that he's the only one. We didn't see their conversation, but I assume yeah. she would have mentioned that. And Eric and Grandpa John are already buddies because they met uh, on his one-on-one. So fucking in cute. In L.A. They went bowling and did that weird Took a um, nap. nap date. I can't remember Sound any bath. other detail, but I remember Grandpa John napping. So. Sound bath. There you go. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, and I still have that picture of Grandpa John on my computer still sleeping on there. Like, not like as my desktop or anything. Just it's... Uh, I should make it my desktop. I'm going to as soon as we log off here. But, um... So, you know, they chat, whatever. And Grandpa John's like, oh, you still doing a lot of bowling? Like, it was cute. And uh, <laughs> we love we love Grandpa John. Um, we're really hoping for him to join Senior Bachelor. And, um, yeah, it's that part is quite uneventful. Uh, Gabby talks to her dad. Well, we finally meet Gabby's dad with words because before he did the whole Love Actually sign holding oh, thing yeah. because of COVID. Because um, I think, was it her stepmom who was sick at the time? Yeah. Or, so they didn't want to risk COVID with her or whatever. So the dad didn't we didn't see him on Clayton season much 
but which is when, but that's okay because that's how Grandpa John was born. So we love it. That's how Grandpa. John, <laughs> and that is the birth. He's actually of only a few Gabby's months old. Grandpa. Um, it's he looks great. And so, anyways, we get to chat with them for a little bit. Um, Gabby has like a long conversation with her aunt. Uh, who we did meet on Clayton's season, I remember. Yeah. And then, so it was sweet. Like, her family is very supportive. Her family seems very in tune with Gabby's, um, like, emotional needs and how she yeah. can be very insecure in certain areas. It also feels like this event was, like, resurfacing some feelings sure. of hers, of, like, the abandonment yes. stuff and things like well, cause that. Well, because she talks, she does get emotional, I think, with her aunt. Yeah. About, like, well, what if, you know, what if he leaves yeah. me or whatever? And it's, like, this poor girl, because she's a fucking catch. And obviously, like, it yeah. doesn't matter. Your like, mom does that to you. It's really going to yeah, impact you for the I long term. I said some not nice things about Gabby's mom that I won't say on air, but I'm yeah. not a fan. That's what I'll say. But um, I'm just like, why? Why would you? Because, like, I'm not having kids because I don't want them. Yeah. Just don't fucking have them. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I know, I know shit happens. I, I get it, but yeah. still. Some people don't so, live in places where they have that option yeah, you as don't, much. Yeah, and you don't know what your options are. You're young. Whatever. I know. I'm not actually judging I that. Know. I'm just saying. I know. I know. Like, I know I wouldn't be very good at it, so I'm not going to do it. And there we go. But there are some people who fully plan out having kids and then... And they'll still suck at it. So, you yeah. know, just don't have them. That's the safer option. <laughs> There's enough people. Apparently okay? you're happier in the long run, so... Um, yeah, apparently, like, single women yep. are, like, the happiest. Super Single not-moms. Late adulthood. Amazing. And yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm so excited. Because society has told me that I'm not going to be happy. But you, but stats, I just read a book. It wasn't, it was just okay. Called Regretting Motherhood. Interesting. And um, it was, was better. I, it wasn't that it wasn't good. It was just a very, very small study. Uh, um, so it was a little, a I think it would have been more interesting if it had been larger scale. Yeah. But obviously it's a top topic and a lot of women aren't willing to talk about yeah, being in that taboo. position. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she based, it's this researcher and she interviewed uh, all, uh, mostly Israeli, like Jewish women, oh. because there's a lot of pressure in most religious societies to procreate. Hmm. And so many women get pressured into having children. And, um, and so she, I don't know what her connection, she must be in that area or something. It wasn't only Jewish women, but it was a lot of Jewish women. I promise I'll stop yawning on the podcast. Now nah, we support you. <laughs> um, so anyways, it was interesting. She talks about them and some of them, they're like, obviously I love my children, Absolutely. but like if I could go back in time with hindsight, yeah. And no, I wouldn't have Do it them differently. Yeah. Like if it meant like they just never would have existed. Yeah. A lot of them are like, yeah. Yeah. And some of them were like, you know what? This hey is where man. we are now, but I regret it. I didn't consent to existing, so I don't exactly. hate on it. So it was really interesting. I recommend it. It's just be aware. It's kind of a small scale thing. But okay. anyways, Gabby and Eric. Um, so obviously that part goes well. But then we have like, I don't know what. It's like a date, basically. They're just kind of hanging out in the hotel room chatting or whatever, because she doesn't have any other men. So who cares? Like they can just kind of hang out, I guess now. Right. <laughs> and so um, they're chatting. It go, it's going totally fine. And they go out onto the balcony and they're chatting more and it's still going OK. OK. And actually for a little while. Oh, you weren't here for this, right? I'm actually just suffering. telling you about this. I'm okay. suffering. Yeah. Current. <laughs> Currently. And then. Um, yeah. Uh, we're almost done. That's OK. So um, she's kind of they're talking and she I don't really remember who brings it up, but engagement gets brought up. And as it does in the he, last week of yeah. this show. I think because he knows he's safe in a way. Yeah. He starts to actually I don't be honest. Think he's, yeah. And I think it's a similar thing with Avon. I don't realize think, his decisions. Yeah. I don't think it's like an evil. He was planning this the whole time. Yeah. It could be. Obviously, it's we don't just know these people. It's really hitting it's him. Hitting right him. Now. And so and I think because he knows he's safe, he's like he says, I want to date you. Like, I want to still be with you, but we should like, hey, maybe we don't get married. <laughs> like, let's date. Um, and he says the phrase, someone like, I want to date you. He uses the word date, which hits Gabby hard. And um, and that's when He's the, like, she hey, because actually, can I date you for a sec? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, so she because at first they're talking about it and he kind of is expressing like hesitancy, but she's like kind of giggling with him a little. It's probably a defense mechanism. But um, and she says, like, well, I'm not the one proposing. So like. You know, like kind of like being like, this is up to you. You know where oh, I stand. Uh, and he says, I want to date you. And this really upsets her. And she leaves the balcony and she literally closes the curtain on him. Like not in a mean way. She does it really slowly. Like it's not like a mean, that's like kind of funny. But though. she just kind of like, clo like, I don't know. She just needed to be alone. I don't know. It was really funny. And she walks away sobbing, like really upset and yeah. talking to the producers being like, he wants to date me. Like what the hell? Like, and you know, <laughs> like in the, in the most Gabby way possible, I know, I know, I know. you can picture it. And um, so she 
she's very clearly upset and we really don't get any closure on that the preview for next week is kind of like the continuation of it so we don't really know um exactly how that conversation is going to complete itself hmm. but i hate it that i phrased it that way do you think they're engaged no i feel like i think they're still together i, I think they're dating when these things happen on this show i don't hope that they're not together i hope they're not engaged because yes. if at one point if three days before engagement You're someone not sure. says i'm not sure i want that but i do want you in my life I don't hope that in three days they're like, fuck it, I'll just do it. Yeah. Because well, that's that, the thing, because that's not what you want. Days. And that was like the whole thing with Rachel and Avon too. She's like, and I guess she was like, I don't want to force you, but like you pointed out, you pointed it out like, okay, I don't want to force you, but I think that's if where, if you don't do it, we're done. I think that's where it got really emotional between the two of them because Rachel knows like, he's the right call. You are the person I want to be with, but I can't change your mind in three days and I don't want to because yeah. sh- I shouldn't have to. And yeah. Avon's like, I'm I want not going to change your this. mind and you're my person. So it sucked. And I think now with like Gabby, I we've said this a couple times this season. We could see Gabby being OK with walking away without an engagement because she seems a little more practical in that area, I guess. You I could guess say. she doesn't she doesn't feel as um submersed in not submersed but not just as, like obsessed with the idea yeah. of that Caught ending, Caught up, yeah. ending. It's, it's a solid phrase even yeah um yeah so i feel like we could see it but i think because gabby was with one guy maybe she thought like oh we're it so yeah. we're good i don't know um but clearly that's not and i think probably i think eric probably would have proposed if there had been two guys left if he thought I that was what so. he had to do to keep her. But now he knows. And I'm not even faulting him for this. But I know. he knows he's it. And he knows she's chosen him already. He's not going into the engagement with fear that he's going to get rejected. Yeah. So he doesn't have to do it. Yeah. And I don't think she would break up with him for it. Mm-hmm. I think she'll be upset about it. But I think she seems like a logical. I mean, she's like a nurse. Like, I feel like she seems like a logical enough person she's gotta be smart enough to be like just to be able to sit, step back for a like, second and go he's not yeah. wrong he's wrong yeah. about a lot of things like the nazi stuff and the racism and all that yeah but he's not wrong about this particular issue um so i don't know i think <laughs> he's really wrong about um nazis but not about early listen, engagement and you know this is the duality of the bachelorette listen is he is he potentially anti-semitic yeah but he's practical when it comes to marriage arrangements okay and that's that's what we gotta say about Eric. And that's the end of the episode. Um, yeah, and so oh, what well, a beautiful line to end it on. You know, just end it there. <laughs> cool. We're gonna put it on a t-shirt. Oh, <laughs> that's gonna be our first thing of merch. He's not. He's anti. He may be anti-Semitic, but he's practical when it comes to his marriage choices or something. <laughs> Anyways, um, next week is a three-hour-long episode. I'm so sorry. It's on Tuesday. Ours will not be three hours long. We're gonna do a little activity where we start a stopwatch yeah. every time we feel like this could have been cut, and this then we could just, have been an email. We're just gonna <laughs> figure out how much actual time we think needed to be there. Yeah. Tonight, I we didn't do it because I thought about it after we started watching the show. Karen started doing it towards the end but then it like ended kind of yeah but um i would estimate there was 50%. a good percent 45 minutes of tonight's episode yeah. that didn't have to happen we could have cut it down yeah and we could have seen know, everything we saw but less yeah and i i would have loved to have next week in between this and paradise but you know what i will give the producers mm. you know i'm gonna give them just a little bit of a reward, okay. a little bit of like positive reinforcement. Wow, they've been on our do better list for a couple of weeks now. I know. I'm giving them a little bit of positive reinforcement. Um, there was no ads, ad placement That's within true. the content of the show. Yes, at least no regular overt, commercials, no overt ad yeah, placement. Yeah, if, if they had it, we missed it. So, but good I job. have a feeling next week there will be one. Yeah, because Jesse said was something like, like, "We're gonna do an immersive experience and change history and whatever." Bullshit. What fucking history are you talking about, dude? She's a history teacher. I am. <laughs> I visited history. So she did. I'm an expert. I read. She I knows read, more than I, I do. I read the things on the poster, the signs. I read them all. Yep. Yep. I do too. But that's expected. Yeah. I mean, that's expected yeah. for you. I Today at school, we talked about the Dred Scott case, um, mm. which you're familiar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Are I wouldn't familiar? have judged you. Uh, Dred Scott was a 
an enslaved man in like Missouri and he sued one of his enslavers. He lost, but uh, for his freedom because they brought him into a free state. And his argument was, I've been in a free state where slavery doesn't exist. So therefore I am free. The Supreme Court comes back, goes no. And also because you're property, you don't get to sue anybody. And also, even if he was free, black people in America didn't have uh, the right to sue at that point because they weren't U.S. citizens. So even if he had been a free person, uh, he wouldn't have had the right to sue. So it wouldn't have mattered either way. I mean, it matters deeply, the the case, but that was their ruling. But anyways, <laughs> this is like the whole point of this is us being like, we read signs. Um, I was in St. Louis a couple years ago, like driving through. And my decision was like, what am I going to do with my one hour in St. Louis? I'm going to go to the courthouse where the Dred Scott decision happened. So I got to show the kids a bunch of pictures of my time at the courthouse. And they were like, why did you go to this? And I was like, it was cool. And you can see the arch, the St. Louis arch from where the courthouse is. So cool. I did get to see another like big deal. Okay. But anyways, your point on reading the signs, I'm like, yep, I do. I do read the signs. You sign. learn a lot. It's really the interesting. The signs are interesting. And you know what? Having worked in a museum before, someone works really hard on those signs. Super so hard. So read the signs, okay? Um, but that's that. We have to give out. Um, read the signs at the museum and in your relationships. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Wow. So rose time. Roses. I'm giving my rose out. Are you Go ready? For it. I'm giving my rose out to Avon. Shocking. I just find him to be very, I don't know, a really well-rounded a young gentleman. I'd love to see it. Um, I hope to not be disappointed. I feel like every time I give people roses, something happens. I gave a rose to Eric. Jeez. Finally and then came he around. became... Well, Karen, are you anti-Semitic? I guess so. Are you also I racist? I will say, I spent a large majority of this season not liking did. him we were, for no reason. We had senses. And then I and finally turned around, bad. and then they were like, blackface. And I was like, This well, is why we don't doubt ourselves. Okay. Yeah. But even I really appreciate him i really appreciate the displays of very uh emotionally intelligent um arguments and like conversations that he's been a part of on this show along with rachel um yeah i just really really adore him and i hope the best for him so that's my rose i support it i don't know if this will be my last chance to do it so i'm gonna give my rose to grandpa john i don't know how much screen time he's gonna get next week when the season ends so i am maybe the bachelor history will be naming a senior bachelor I listen if that's what it is I'll actually be excited I would cry um I will watch the shit out of that show if it's Grandpa John. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the shit out of that show either way because I'm just curious. But if it's Grandpa John, oh, my God. But then actually, Jimmy, this is a sidebar. Jimmy pointed out while we were watching it that like when Jesse Palmer made the comment about oh. Grandpa Joe being, he goes, do you think Gabby's like, bro, my grandma's dead. Like, can you not? <laughs> <laughs> but because he actually brought up you were in the kitchen for this. He brought up Gabby's grandma in their like little meeting with Eric. Um, but anyways, uh, so that's my rose. My rose goes to Grandpa John. I'm obsessed with the man, and uh, we we love to see it. We wish him a longer life than the Queen. Yeah, I don't know how old he is, but I hope he makes his 97. Yeah. Well, and then do better. Do better. My do better slash trash bag is actually just a trash bag. What's up, Tino's dad? Yeah, calling you out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a one v one you in a boxing ring. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know how people do that now? Like, yeah, like micro it. celebrities, like micro influencers they and fight stuff. Each other? They just like have fights. Yeah, that's so stupid. Like the Logan Paul. Well, I guess he's not a micro. He's actually a celebrity now. But like Logan Paul, like just calls out like retired fighters and fights them, even though they've been like out what of the biz dumbass. for like years. I I'm not usually mean towards people, but that's fucking stupid. Yeah, Logan and Jake Paul do that, and then like what's his face, Austin Butler. I think he's like a no. Austin, I don't know the who, actor. Austin I don't know who something. Any of these he's like are. a YouTuber. It's all these like celebrities born out of the internet which one's logan paul whatever it doesn't matter you yeah, can tell whatever. me whatever and like there's all these like i don't know youtubers very well TikTokers, that's all talkers like what's the Bryce one that hall. gives everyone cars my sister likes him oh david dobrik yes that one i know i don't i can't stand him uh he's got some allegations oh i know okay uh, that's the only youtuber i know I anyways just they're all calling each other out to do like boxing fights that's and stupid. like other stuff so i'm gonna just join in and tino's dad and i are gonna 1v1 that's each it. other um, in the schoolyard, I have my Santa Clarita. <laughs> We're familiar with the area. We're familiar with the area. Um, that's not where we grew up because that's also a conservative area. So maybe we'll just clarify that. Clarify. Even though we keep talking about Santa Clarita, we just did not, really we reduce don't the there. options there. I mean, yeah. if they thought that, probably would have worked best for us. We're like, yeah, that's where we went. Oh, we were in Valencia. <laughs> <laughs> just like, 
like yeah we burn one a lot of roller coasters no um magic man mm-hmm. anyways uh mine okay. okay then if yours is tino's dad mine goes to sam rubin of the ktla <laughs> wait sam rubin versus tino's wait, dad actually, in I a boxing match can i double my rose i want to give it to sam rubin yeah <laughs> okay. actually just give him a so rose instead of giving a do better i'm just gonna give two roses i can't wait to see that on the card <laughs> that you make for these episodes so sam rubin and gabby's you grandpa have to get tag my sam rubin oh, I in plan it too. he's, he's gonna be like, what the fuck? so confused i'm actually gonna put sam rubin on the main title card <laughs> you should i'm going to 100 percent. you should because you know what's funny and i was telling karen this and i ktla is that well they're in santa clarita yeah that makes sense okay because i growing up like when we would get ready for school my mom would play ktla news like in the morning as we were getting ready eating breakfast whatever before we went to like elementary school so sam rubin i don't remember his name but then when i looked up his picture i was like i this man is like an integral part of my childhood like every morning i looked at his face i feel like sometimes for me like i that one african-american lady with the big curly hair do you remember they were together they were the anchors I think for I me too, name. we grew up without the streaming services and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like if you, there wasn't something good on while you're getting ready for school news. or MTV was playing shitty music, then yeah. like you went, just you just yeah. put on the news because whatever, you had background well, noise. Well, my mom would do it to get the traffic and the weather. Uh, right too, right? Because yeah. we didn't have iPhones. What a crazy time. There weren't iPhones yet. I mean, kind of there were it. probably, but we didn't have they them. They weren't as reliable as they no, are now, Yeah, it though. wasn't like this where it tells you in the next Dang. hour, this is your precipitation estimate. Our world has estimate. Really it's changed, changed so much. That's crazy. It's really insane. So, um, Sam, you know what? Sam Rubin and co-anchor, whose name I don't know off the top of my head, shout out to you guys. You got ready with me for school every day. <laughs> shout out and to Tina's, Tina's dad, dad for bringing that memory. Because we love you. I don't know what Sam Rubin said about Could the bachelor, you imagine but I imagine he didn't say anything. He just has like a this weird, weird beef. They insecurity. went to like high school together or something yeah. and he hates him yeah. and he just wants to ever run it out. God, what a miserable fuck. Yeah, it's hilarious. So anyways, Sam Rubin gets my roads. Alrighty. Well. So anyways, thanks for hanging yeah thanks so much thank you for joining us make sure to follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok our details will be in the description as they always are please make sure to subscribe and make sure to hit that review and give us a review if you add a couple of words that really helps um if you don't really like us i'm amazed that you get this far and i really think you should reevaluate how you um Spend use your, your time. time yeah um it's okay that you don't like us i just don't think you should be wasting an hour like, of your life with something us. else Pick, you know? megan markle has a podcast now check hers out yeah go check hers out um obama doesn't have one no apparently apparently it didn't so go much well. that spotify canceled their contract with you know them, or it stopped is what it. it is um but yeah anyways <laughs> just fun facts uh let us know all of Sponsor your us. very opinionated thoughts <laughs> and thank you for letting us steal you for a sec <laughs>